Ooh, ASMR. Bubbles. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're disgusting. Hey guys, it's Blake, and you're listening to an all-new episode of Blonde Hair, Blackheart. I am back with now like a regular guest. This is what your third appearance on my show. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys, it's my husband, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you for joining me in the studio. Um, we're, <laughs> we're actually sitting in our walk-in closet. <laughs> it's funny, I, I, I do think that people think that this is like way more professional than it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not, I like, and I'm not shy. I've said it on the show several times that I like record this podcast in my closet. Um, except when I do the interviews, then I try and have like a normal background, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to my closet. <laughs> Our closet. Uh, I have way more clothes in here than you do, though. Yeah. I it's have like, like two jackets. It's like 80% my closet. It's 99%. Okay. Well, thank you for coming back. Honestly, people people have been begging for your return, so I needed to get you back. And um, the last time, or was it both times you were on, you served as sort of like a fashion correspondent. Yeah, fashion guru. (laughs) Even though you have a way better sense of style. I was gonna say you're like guru is generous. Um, I would say like fashion commentator. Yes. Um, but with with no no context no like resume to back it up like you have no uh <laughs> you have like no business yeah. judging people's clothes no. you dress like a dad most of the time most of the time what's it, your what's your favorite uh accessory my, my ring i was gonna say fanny pack fanny pack <laughs> i do carry that all the time i have a new side bag now though it's blue it's a fanny pack it's like a blue satchel fanny pack well i don't think your listeners and your your audience know what I would typically wear, like, back when we lived in L.A. Okay, so when we first met and started dating, you were very, like... <clears throat> what's the word to describe it? Um, Fashion not- icon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Um, that I mean, was a question mark at the to, end. To some, to some, maybe, like, one man's, one man's trash is another man's fashion icon. I no. don't know. Uh, no, you were a little bit, like, alternative. Like, you wore these big black combat boots and, like, black skinny jeans with rips in them and a lot of um, Just bracelets and, like, jewelry and, like, hats. Like Oh, that one hat was The big awful. brimmed hat. Do you remember hat. that hat? I remember the it. The sushi hat? <laughs> the sushi hat? When we went to sushi. Yeah, you wore it to sushi. Uh, people are going to think you're walking around with, like, a giant, like, sushi roll on your head. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> it was, like, a big black... Almost like a witch's hat. Like you looked like you. You you looked like you. It's like indie rocker hat. No, you looked like you were in like Coven from American Horror Story. That's cool. (laughs) I should get that back. Fair, but I'll find a picture. Since then, your style has evolved or like regressed Regressed. (laughs) into like like the the clothing equivalent of dad bod. Yeah, dress for the life you want. (laughs) Okay. Fair. I like that. We want to be dad, so I like that. Um, but anyways, I had to bring you back. We have uh, two reunions coming up, and the looks, or Luke's, Luke's. if you will, Luke's, Luke's, Luke's. <laughs> um, they dropped. So I wanted to get your opinion. Um, these are from Real Housewives of Dubai and Real Housewives of Atlanta, neither of which you have ever really watched. So I don't think you're going to even know who any of these people are. Well, I saw the intro for Dubai. 
the and I thought it was like real. Oh remember? yeah, and I was like, so what when, is this? When the when not even the trailer, but like the very first promo mm-hmm. dropped, it was like studio um, shot. It was clearly like, like CGI. C- CGI, like they're in the like sand dunes, and the wind is or like blowing up glitter all around yeah. them. And you, were, well, I was just so mesmerized. Yeah, but, I like didn't it didn't like click in my head like that's not. You made a <laughs> comment. And you were like, wow, like it like they they found the most perfect day to film out there. Yeah. Like, li- like golden hour, like, so beautiful. And I was like, bitch, that's CGI. Yeah, like totally that's photoshop. Green, green screen. Yeah, green screen moment. Mm-hmm. It's actually I love when the like behind the scenes green screen moments are um, like released. <laughs> it happens a lot with the Real Housewives, and they're always teasing their outfits when they're in the confessionals. Um, but it's fun because whenever someone poses in front of a green screen, like the internet goes wild. <laughs> So great. Okay, so let's dive into this. Um, we're first going to start with The Real Housewives of Dubai. So Perfect. I will introduce the ladies, and then you tell me uh, what you think of their outfits. And then when we get to the end, we will. Uh, you're you're going to guess like what the theme was. Okay. Okay. Yes. And by the way, we just came from like a late lunch with friends and had some cocktails, and we definitely have drinks in front of us right now. So, yay. Yay. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> okay. Insert cheers. <laughs> All right, so this is Chanel Ion. Oh. Pretty. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Just, like, tell me about it. Walk me through this look and, like, what's going through your brain. So I, I can't tell, but it looks like, first of all, her hair looks like maybe cornrows that falls into, um, like, a loose ponytail. So I think it's just slicked back, and then those are actually, like... Curls? No, like little... Let's zoom in. I think they're oh, either bobby pins pretty. or, like, little gems or something. Okay. Well, that's pretty, whatever that is. Her earrings are rather large. They're gold. <laughs> okay, so now you're just, like, describing them. Mm-hmm. Tell me tell me how it makes you feel. It makes me feel like... Well, first of all, she has this, like, really dead stare on her face so she's that's called smizing bitch smizing smize she's smile got... with your eyes oh no no you think she's frowning with her eyes she's frizing she's a little uh <laughs> fries yeah it makes makes me feel a little uncomfortable okay. um she's actually like a, a she's a supermodel so her her face should be giving super something <laughs> um she's pretty she's really pretty but so do you like the color of the dress? The color, yeah, I don't really quite get it. It's like a highlighter yellow with, yeah. is that like a gold shimmery top? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty. I feel like if they were, I feel like they're half of two individual pieces, but, and like if you were to cover the bottom and cover the top, it, it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, but together it's just like a little confusing. To me, it looks like she's like sitting there in like a really cute sparkly mini dress, and then the person taking the photo held like a loofah in front of mm-hmm. the bottom of the camera. Yeah, like she's like sitting on a loofah. Yeah, like a giant oversized loofah. Right. Yeah. No. If like that was just like a mini dress, yeah. that'd be cute. But you know that she'll always be clean. Yes. Okay. Next, this is Caroline Stanbury. Ooh, this is a really good look. It's oh, okay. very like to me. It reads almost like Nashville. Okay. Country girl vibes. I could see that. Um, is that like a sheer top? Yeah. It's so like it's a like a jacket. sheer jacket and then she's wearing like a skirt underneath. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like this photo doesn't even really probably do it justice. I feel like... Yeah, in, the angle's a little unflattering. I, I, I feel like this probably is a really great outfit 
like for going out and like moving around and dancing and kind of being having a fun in motion. She looks good. She looks happy. She looks confident. There's something though, like unfortunately the shape of any oversized jacket, it's just going to like swallow you when you're just standing still, especially with her arms down by her side like that. Yeah. So So, you're right. If she's moving, it probably like, you know, yeah. Shows. And then you'd be able to really exactly see her body under it. But good um, luck. Good luck. Yeah, totally. All right. So uh, good job, Caroline Stanbury. Okay. This is Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, what do you think of Lisa? Um, this is a a very similar color dress, first of all, to... Who was the first person? Chanel. Chanel. Yes, and they're best the friends. Lufa. So I wonder, maybe the they Lufa. planned it. Maybe. Um, but this dress is actually quite flattering for her. Her um, breasts are showing. Her what? A lot. Her breasts. Oh, okay. You said, said that so, like, delicately. Breasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not her titties. No, not titties. Breasts. Yes. Those are definitely breasts. Yeah. They're breasts. I like the, um, like, the, the high slit and then the one sleeve. Um, again, we're seeing feathers here. Um, it almost looks a little, like, showgirl, but, th- but tame. And, like, you can actually see that being wearable. Yeah, and then I love the, like, high ponytail on top of her head, like the genie pony. Mm-hmm. I think it looks yeah, really good. Yeah, I love genie. You love I genie? Dream of, I dream of genie. Do you love her? I, I don't... What is the show called? You... I dream of genie. I love the genie. <laughs> love the genie that you dream of. <laughs> okay, so this is Nina. Okay, Nina. Um, the, I don't love this dress on her. Okay. Um... It's pretty, but I just don't think she's wearing it well. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a really pretty dress. And if you saw like someone you knew wearing that at like a wedding or something, you'd you'd be like, oh, it's so pretty. But for the housewives and especially compared to these other women who are Mm -hmm. like showing a lot of skin and a lot of va-va-voom. It's a little modest for sure. Yeah. But I don't, I don't mind that. I I think, yeah, just, she's a little, just for her... Stature, I think um, it's the the wrong cut. I also and think the wrong length. It's kind of like a bland color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kind of just blends into the the background of the picture, even like, yeah. in like the the stage of the set. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this one. Oh, whoops! I <laughs> opened the wrong screen. <laughs> That's a Real Housewives of Atlanta. Don't look at her yet. Okay, this is Caroline Brooks. And let me, Caroline. there's like a weird thing that's covering her crown. You need to see the crown. Wow. <laughs> wow is uh, pretty much, yeah, like the response. <laughs> yeah, so the crown is a crown. It's a, a large crown. Yeah. <laughs> it's a large crown. Yeah. Where does one find that large crown? I, I don't know, like Etsy maybe? Etsy. I think it's definitely, like, a custom-made crown, but not custom, like, couture custom. It's, mm-hmm. like, at, like an Etsy shop. Yeah, no, it looks like um, like a costume clown. It doesn't even look like it's, like... A costume clown? I mean, crown. I mean, she does look a little... Like a clown. <laughs> no, like... it's it's ridiculous. Um, especially for, like, a first-season housewife, and she wasn't even really, like the MVP this season. Mm. Um, She certainly wasn't the fan favorite. That was Chanel, the first one. So, like, you can't wear a crown unless you are being called a queen. Sure. Or are in your own right. Right, right. She clearly thinks she is, but, like, no one else is saying that. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Um, But did what's her personality like? Is she, like, strong-headed? Yes. 
Is she like an Erica Jane type? Ugh, I mean, kind of. Yeah, I could. That's actually like a pretty, pretty good comparison. Um, like minus the crimes so far, <laughs> yeah. and like n- not a pop star. But I mean, so, I guess neither really is Erica. So like a bitter Erica. I don't know. Well, she's Erica's she's kind bitter. of just like a bitch. I don't love Caroline at okay. all. Okay. Well, yeah, she looks like an ice queen. Well, yeah, definitely. So for sure. that I get. Yeah. Nailed that. <laughs> okay. Next. Oh, where is Sarah? Oh my gosh. For Okay, so for some reason Sarah's didn't save. Um let's just talk about Sarah though. You don't even know have to know what she looks like. This I I really wanted to like Sarah, but she became a little bit holier than thou and she tells people that she's a doctor, but she really has like a like what are they called? Like an honorary PhD, like a school like gave her like an honorary Oh, title, sad. but she like goes by doctor. What oh, do you think about that? That's worse. Yeah. Um, the, I, I just like a little embarrassing. Yeah. S- hold that thought though. But I think didn't Taylor Swift get some sort of honorary honorary degree? <laughs> I mean, she's basically like an honorary musician. I don't know. Mm. I'm, sorry, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna get killed for that. Mm. Uh, Swifties, I love you. I just don't love your leader. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So this is the one and only. Kenya Moore. Kenya. Oh, wait. No. Okay, wait. We have to jump back to Dubai. Sorry. I told you guys we had drinks. Um, What do you think the theme was for Dubai? Oh, okay. Um, We can kind of like click back through them. The theme... I don't know. Like shimmer and glitz and glam? No, I don't know. (laughs) Feather? Feather queen? Okay. Feather queen. We're going with Feather Queen. Feathers. It, yeah. I think it was Desert Glam, is okay. what they said. Basically Feather Queen. Well, a lot of them have, like, these feathery tassel type. I think every look has feathers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Feather Queen. Desert Bird Queens. <laughs> Vultures. Okay. <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta. Kenya Moore. Hot Atlanta. Yeah, I'm obsessed with this look. She From looks good. Head to toe. I love the shoes. I love the dress. I love like the cut of it. It's like it's like retro. Even. Yes, it's very retro, but also it's like retro futuristic. Yes. Um like Judy Jetson, but like Yeah, yeah, having like a like future nostalgia moment. Cute. Um and then the hair is fabulous. Gorgeous. She looks fabulous, good. Beautiful. She looks great. Um, her skin looks great and that has been an issue for Miss Kenya in the past. So she is looking shiny and beautiful in the best way. Yeah. 10 out of 10 for me. 10 out of 10. Yeah. All right. Kenya. Okay. Now you know who this is, right? Uh, no, that's Candy. Oh, Candy Burris. Yeah. Candy Burris. Another name. Yeah. No scrubs, baby. All right. Oh. What do you think of this look? Um, I don't, is that, if that's velvet, I don't like it. Let's see. I don't, oh, it might be velvet. Oh, half of it is velvet. It looks velvety, yeah. Um. Definitely velvet. I don't love velvet. Having said that, I think the color is interesting for velvet. Yeah, it's a nice, like, hot pink fuchsia moment. Um, so I don't hate it. It looks really good on her body. She is a curvier, like, she's a thicker girl, and she's short. She's not, like, tall. So I think that this... Looks really good on her. Is um, that a corset as well? I don't know if kind it is of. like an actual corset, but it definitely uh, like cinches her has in. The appearance of yeah, a and I like you know she what wears a, it well. That design on the, on on like the the bust. Yeah, it's it's nice. The bust of her breasts, <laughs> her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So what do you give this one out of ten? Um. 
it's high up there. I think it's like a eight or a seven. Eight or a seven. Um, yeah, just because I feel like not many people could wear that, and she doesn't look bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like better than a five. You heard it here, that. people. She doesn't look bad. Okay. Next, this is Marlo. Marlo. Um, interesting shape of the dress. I don't understand what shape it is, but it looks cool. <laughs> it's, it's like pretty, 12 shapes it's fun. at once. It's like yeah. tropical looking. Yes. It reminds me of like a Fantana Beach vibe girl. Okay. Um, yeah. What's her, a Fantana Beach vibe? I've never like heard of that. Like the Fantanas. Isn't it like the Fantana? Oh, the, the Fanta girls? Yeah, the Fanta. Aren't they the Fantanas? Maybe. I don't know. Wanna Fanta? Don't you yeah. wanna wanna Fanta? Fantana. Okay. So, like, she Into could be it. a Fantana. Yes. Bubbly and sweet, which is, like, not Marlo's personality at all. <laughs> oh, is she a little bit bitchy? A little bit, yeah. Um, she is, like, intentionally confrontational. As oh. soon as you think that, like, you're her friend, she will, like, say something, like, really nasty about you in front of everyone. It's weird. Well, her shoes look like daggers. There you go. So that makes sense. Yeah, daggers to your heart. Um, okay, so give this one a rating. It's like a five or a six. Oh, that's low. Yeah. I I like it. Um, I think it's it's very like modern. I and I really like her hair. The really long straight like, like share share yeah share moment share hair share hair. Okay, this is Sheree. Why did you just Sheree, laugh? Yeah. You just laugh. She by Sheree. Sheree, Sheree calm down. <laughs> okay, what needs to calm down? Um. I mean, I don't want to comment on her breasts again. You just did. Or ever. You've commented but. on all of their breasts. Uh, too many Smirnoffs. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a decent dress. It's fine. There's nothing crazy interesting about it. There's a slit, obviously, where her breasts are showing. Oh um, and she she wears it well, I guess. She's got like a power stance going. Um, yeah. it's just like nothing exciting. To okay. Me. So for me, and you're not going to get this reference, babe, but the listeners will for me guys. And if you're not like looking at the photos as we go through this, which we should have told you to do, but I mean, you guys are smart. I assume that you would just do that anyways. Um, if you're not looking at the photo of Sheree from the reunion, pull it up right now. I'll give you a second. Okay. Um, she looks, she's giving Kim Zolciak. That's all I have to say. I don't know if it's like the hair. Do you know Kim Zolciak? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, have you been watching old Atlanta without me? Um, yeah, she's giving Kim Zolciak. That's all I have to say on that. Next, this is Drew Sedora. Drew Sedora. Interesting look. Um, oh, that's a glove. I was trying to figure out what that was. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, honestly, for me, even knowing it's a glove, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it is. Yeah, I don't love the look. I hate everything about this look. I sure. And I, I like Drew. I do. And I know that that's not um, the case for most. I do like Drew, but I don't like anything about this. The dress is bad. It's like tacky Vegas showgirl. The gloves are bad. The hair doesn't look good. The makeup, the makeup is awful. And she is a beautiful woman. Drew is so pretty, but this look is not it. Yeah, it looks like she like just saw herself in the mirror and then somebody took that photo real quick and caught that moment. Did she like what she saw? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, next. This is Sonia. Sonia. This is a cool look. I like it. It's interesting. Unique. It's like... um Unique New York. I don't know. To me, it, it very much, like you said, I think maybe you said it of, of Marlowe's or of someone's... Like, oh, no, you said it of Chanel's. Cool yeah, where yeah. It was Chanel Ions, you said it looked like two separate dresses. That's what this gives for me. Like, yeah. like if, what is it? On one side, it's like a very, very 
like uh, conservative, beautiful pale pink, like like, long sleeve turtleneck floor length. And then the other side, it's like hooker city. Um, And I I like both sides, but I don't (laughs) like them together. Right. Like she could have just like taken a, like a, what do you call it? Like a profile photo. On either, on like, yeah, just, like, give us both sides, but don't give us the front yeah, face. Yeah, don't give us both. <laughs> uh, her body looks sick, though. She is an Olympic medalist. Oh, yeah, that Yeah, shows. she's a track star. Good for her. Um, those arms, like, Jesus. I, she makes me look like fucking, like, spaghetti boy. <laughs> uh, okay, so that, that, I mean, I guess everyone makes me look like spaghetti boy. All right, this is it for Atlanta. Okay. Um, who was your favorite? Um, probably number one. Kenya. Numero uno. Kenya. Yeah, Kenya's a bombshell. She looks so fucking good. She looks good. She looks happy. Her dress is And good. she doesn't always look happy. She's had a really rough go. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard, but she got a divorce from Mark Daly. No. Did you not didn't hear, hear that? that? <laughs> no. I must have missed that. Yeah. Google you missed alert. that breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you think their theme was? Um, and this is Atlanta. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Not Mardi Gras. Just like tropical happy hour. I don't know. Tro- okay, tropical happy hour. <laughs> cool. So it's like giving you like mojitos and pina colada vibes. Yeah, it's giving me a little vacay. Juana Fanta, don't you wanna? Mm-hmm. Like kind of near a beach, but you're not quite sure if it's a beach or a lagoon. Or a swamp. Yeah. Uh, okay, so s- swamp creature vibes is yeah. what we're getting. Night at the bayou. <laughs> Night at the bayou. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, I actually think that like a, a Real Housewives of Nolens would be interesting. There was once a witch on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Cool. I bet they could do like Real Housewives of Nolens with like a whole cast of witches. Like and you could go and wear your hat. I love that. Oh my God. Loves it. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me and for helping me go through all of these Lukes. Um, Speaking of Lukes, I downloaded TikTok and have been donning some Lukes lately. What do what? How how do you feel about that? Like, what do you think when you see your like hyper masculine husband wearing like wigs and acting super feminine? Which is so like I don't have a feminine bone in my body. Feminine, yeah. I, first of all, was just like, where did we get those wigs? I, Party City. Yeah, that was my first thought. I um, just like, where did those come from? No, actually, it's like perfect timing because, believe it or not, like Spirit Halloween has popped up everywhere. So there's one like five minutes away. So I went there the other day. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I think that they're funny. They're really good. Aww. I like the one where you're Asher and all the housewives are, you know, watching Asher sing. Yeah. And being themselves yes very good oh thanks babe yeah so if you guys haven't seen yet i'm on tiktok apparently i'm trying to be a 17 year old girl Mm -hmm. um but no go follow me um because i'm posting some pretty funny shit and babe tell my listeners where they can find you um in case they want more fashion advice yeah you can follow me for hot fashion tips yeah Um, like his favorite (laughs) fanny pack brand (laughs) on instagram that's probably just where i am the most um, at officially Coelho. 
You have, you probably have to spell it. They, and I oh my god, I'm like revealing my oh, real last name. No, right it's now. my last name. <laughs> um, o f I can't spell this. Okay, Official. so officially <laughs> at officially Coelho C O E L H O. Um, I don't know. Just like go to my page, follow me, and then like go to and see who I'm following. Proxy. Yeah, follow me by proxy. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, guys, wait, we're back. Um, Matt was really upset because he didn't get the answer for the what the last theme was um so i just have to say i don't know they didn't say officially so i think it is one one of fanta i think that is like like the official theme (laughs) the yeah what would your fantano look be yeah okay there you go now you know One of the best things about growing up in Arizona is that there's incredible Mexican food on every street corner. And you know what goes best with good Mexican food? Traditional Mexican horchata. Don't know what horchata is? It's creamy, delicious rice milk flavored with cinnamon, vanilla, and sugar. Okay, you thirsty now? Me too. Luckily, even if you're far from the southern border, you can get your horchata fix every day with cinnamon. Cinnamon is a brand created by my good friend Tyler, who is even more obsessed with horchata and all things cinnamon than I am. He's developed all natural skincare products and more, crafted in California with ethically sourced ingredients and infused with real cinnamon. Have you heard of the antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, or antioxidant properties of cinnamon when applied to the skin? Or how about how it helps treat acne? What about how cinnamon promotes blood flow, helping with skin elasticity by bringing blood flow to the surface of the skin and helping to moisturize skin with all of that added circulation? Some of my personal favorite products from Sinmin are their signature lip balm that gives your lips a sweet tingle and a subtle natural plum, their all-natural deodorant developed for sensitive skin, and the Coco Chata body beverage that leaves your body hydrated and smelling like heaven. They even have candles and air fresheners to keep your entire home, car, or office smelling like your favorite dessert. With Sinmin, you'll enjoy all the benefits Sinmin has to offer your skin and your senses. Visit cinnamon.com, that's S-I-N-M-I-N.com, and use code Blake at checkout for 15% off your total order today and receive free shipping on all orders over $50. That's code Blake for 15% off your order at cinnamon.com. I may have a black heart, but I can be sweet sometimes, and cinnamon definitely helps. Okay, guys, I'm so excited because I'm sitting down with a really good old friend of mine. I don't mean old like you're old, but I mean like we've known each other for so long, which I guess kind of makes both of us old if you think about it. (laughs) But ladies and gentlemen, my friend Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Blake. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm oh so my God. Excited. I'm so excited to talk to you. So yeah, we we go so way back. We've known each other yeah. since what, like middle school? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Since middle we were school, like 11. Oh my God. That's wild. What yeah. okay, <laughs> What was I like <laughs> back then? Tell my listeners, give, give them like a description of sixth grade, Blake. Um, Oh my gosh. I don't know. You, I think at first I thought you were like a little brat. (laughs) Most, most people did and still do. (laughs) Um, but no, I remember, I think one time we, the first time we bonded was we went to this like football game at the high school. Like we were sixth graders, but someone had an older sibling and it was like, 
can I say names on here? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It was like <laughs> me, you, Jordan, Elliot, Janet, and Brittany. And okay. we were all the crew. Like, playing in this back area. Like we weren't watching the football game. Obviously. I, I was, was going to say, when you said yeah. we were at a football game, I was like, this doesn't sound like me. <laughs> no, no. We were like, I don't know what we were there for, but we were like, yeah. And that was the first time we really like hung out and it was yeah. really fun. And I was like, oh, this, this boy is not a brat. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have my moments. I mean, you feel Brad after that, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, and we lived in such a, I don't know if it was just like the the generation we were in or if it was like where we lived specifically, but we we still were able to kind of grow up in that time where we were like running around in the streets and like, you know, yeah. we, we were able to like walk to each other's houses and we were kind of just oh, like yeah. out doing our own thing, you know? Um, yeah, we would ride bikes and stuff like that. Like that yeah. was still like safe. Yeah, absolutely. And we we grew up in a little bubble, like a small little community. And mm-hmm. so we really could just kind of like run around and bounce from like one person's house to another person's house. And like, especially during the summer or on the weekends, we could just be out playing, you know, all day long. Um, yeah, I mean, I think so I was fun. at like Brittany's house one day when you like showed up at the window. Like, yeah, you, well, so you guys live so close. She literally lived like six yeah. houses away from me. And and yeah. so this is my listeners know Brittany's been on the show before, too. Um, So she's like one of my best friends. And yeah, we El- Elliot also lived in that neighborhood. Um, yeah. So it was a ton of fun. We were all just like running around all over the place. Uh, okay. So that was like middle school, Blake, a little bit bratty, but then kind of fun. What about high school, Blake? Was I different in high school or was I kind of just like the same? Oh my God. No, I feel like you were your personality. Like you like your personality was like so much more brighter and bigger in high school. Like that's when we shared our theater interests. Yes. Yes. So that was really cool. I don't really remember to be honest, like hanging out with you freshman year, Mm -hmm. but I think after that, when we started getting into plays together, it was like that um, summer that we did Wizard of Oz. Oz. I feel like we really, really connected. Totally. And, um, yeah, it was so funny. I was thinking about this the other day when you posted that reel how like I would be like driving with you and you we would be at like a stoplight <laughs> and you would be like a mom like you would like hold me back like I was gonna fall through the windshield but you just do it to touch my chest <laughs> yeah no totally so the reel that she's talking about I posted a reel there was this this like TikTok trend that was like um share your teenage dirt bag photos and it was everyone in their like their their like rebellious teenage phase and don't get me wrong. Like I partied my ass off. Um, in fact, I like threw ragers. You remember all of the like crazy parties at my house that I used to throw? I feel like I didn't go to a lot of your ragers. I think because you, did you throw a lot of them like senior year? Yes. Yeah. I felt yeah. like my Junior and senior, senior year was kind of like, I had, I had actually graduated a semester early. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that. So I missed that. out yeah. on a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so I, I definitely partied hard, but I like made a funny reel and I laughed because like, I wasn't a teenage dirtbag. Like I was the teenage no. boy that all of the parents trusted. Like literally that's why I could have so many parties. Cause the everyone would be like, oh, I'm just going over to Blake's. And and the parents would be like, oh, fun. Like, cool. Oh, Tell my mom loved you. All of I, the like, parents loved me. You because we would drive to uh Wizard of Oz together a lot. Like that summer you would pick mm-hmm. me up. And my yeah. mom was just like, Blake's here. Yeah. All of the parents <laughs> loved me and I could get away with murder. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like, you know, me grabbing girls' boobs and stuff, I mean, part of that was 
part of that was because like a like a sense of of bonding and like yeah. uh, not to sound weird but like sisterhood in a way like you yeah know no it's so never... affectionate with each other you know like I felt like one of the girls so I could do that like hopefully it wasn't like pervy oh gosh no and like that's I bring that up because it was just such a um it was so like in my brain when I remember that it was it was cute. Okay, like, good, you know, like, good. <laughs> it's like I was, you were my best, fr- you know, right, you were my yeah. friend. Like, it was totally. funny. First of yeah. all, he didn't grab my boobs all the time. So. <laughs> I mean, it's okay <laughs> if I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, what you're saying is that you kind of liked it, right? <laughs> A little bit. Right. Yeah. So, like, half of it was just like me being friends with all of you, you girls. Yeah. And then the other half of it was like, I did kind of get like a sick pleasure out of being able to to like have a one up on all of like the straight guys, you know, like, because I like it, it did kind of protect me in a way that I had like the protection of all of the girls in school. Like none of the guys would fuck with me because like, if they did, they would never get laid, you know, because all (laughs) of the girls like would, would have my back over theirs. Oh my God. Totally. It really saved me. I felt like I could uh, especially after that summer of like doing theater together, I felt like we bonded a lot and I could go to you with like it, with things and I could yeah. talk to you about guys and stuff. And I felt safe. And you had that like perspective. Totally. Because you, you're a guy. Right. You're right. <laughs> but it totally. was coming from a friend to friend. And you don't get that a lot when you're young. Yeah. You know, it's like guys and girls. Right. And no one's really like ha- has like, it's like you either have a crush or you don't. And we had like, a bond yeah you were able to have that with a lot of girls and so I think that was like really cool absolutely and I think it definitely um shaped you know my uh love for like the real housewives and stuff I just I I I'm so much more drawn to like feminine energy I am like (laughs) girl power through and through so (laughs) like I said I'm not watching football like I don't need to see guys fighting with each other but like give me a group of women bickering like hell yeah I'm so there (laughs) I know I I totally get it and it's something it's it's funny because like you posted that thing the other day about like why do you watch this stuff yes yeah and I I started to think to myself like yeah why do I (laughs) but I think we just gravitate towards that as humans like it's it's drama it's fighting it's um relationships yeah you know so I don't think it's like a bad thing no interested in it (laughs) exactly it's a slice of life and like it might not be a slice of your life or a life of anyone that you can necessarily like relate to but ultimately like if you watch it and you enjoy it and you have opinions about it then you can connect with it on some level um right and I think that's I mean, when I go home at night, I'm so tired from working. It's like, it's kind of just a break because it's not my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can just like escape to this place that, you know, totally. I'm ne- definitely cannot relate to. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so funny too, because like, you know, I love like friends and sitcoms and stuff like that. Yeah. And those types of shows that you hear people say all the time, like, oh yeah, you can just watch friends forever. You can put reruns on in the background and like, just have it on forever. People say that about like the office and yeah. other shows like that. Now that's how the housewives are for me. Like yeah. when, when I'm like bored or lonely or sad or whatever, I'll throw on like season nine of Real Housewives of Orange County and just like have Shannon and Heather like bickering in the background and it just it's so like soothing to me you know I always tell people like if you walk into my house I either have friends or the hills on oh my god I love it so I love it's it. either one that's amazing okay <laughs> yeah. that was such a perfect perfect segue <laughs> I know that 
you have been rewatching Laguna Beach recently. Yes. Um, because you've been listening to the Back to the Beach podcast. So Love have it. I. And I also have been rewatching Laguna Beach. I'm like smack dab in the middle of season two right now. Where are you in your okay. rewatch? So I'm not as far. I actually just finished the prom episode oh, on okay. Laguna Beach. Okay, yeah, cool. On season one. Nice. Okay, let's talk about Laguna yeah. Beach. Yes. Um, so Laguna Beach, it premiered in 2004. So we were freshmen in high school. This show was so huge. I mean, it its impact was like, it had such a grip on all of us. Like we were all saying Dunzo for like five years after that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what what oh was God, it about Laguna Beach that, that you think resonated so much with you? Um, You know what? It's so funny. I feel like because every episode where there's like this thing that happens, I feel like we did it Yeah. at our school too. It was like, um, we've had black and white parties. Yeah. Um, we did the whole prom thing, right. like where people asked in a really like crazy prom way. Proposal, yeah. We did the spring break. It was just very relatable. We we like t- we had kids going completely... to Mexico over spring break and like you know hearing those like who cheated on who stories. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And even just the, I mean, I think OC premiered a little bit after. Like it, I think the grade above us it matched like they were both juniors at the same time or both freshmen at the same time. And so I remember the upperclassmen always saying like, Oh, I'm going to go home. We're having like a group watch of the OC. Right. At the time I didn't really watch it. Cause I was like a freshman or something. And that was the same thing. Like the Laguna, they had their OC watch nights and it right. was just very, everything was very relatable. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think despite the fact that like, we did not grow up in like a beach town, we're not <laughs> yeah. near water at all, but we still were like, like I said, we grew up in a little bubble. We're on the West coast. Um, I think we, we kind of like got the vibe. We were definitely like all of the girls at our school, you know, were like dressing like Kristen and Elsie and they yes. were, you know, it just was very much like our, our world in a way. Um, I know I was like obsessed with the show uh, and I kind of like lived vicariously through them, even though, like you said, we were doing the same things that they were doing. I remember being so excited to like watch them do it because I, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, I feel so cool being like that. This is my new click, you know? <laughs> I think it's, it, it's, kind of just trying to be like act like an adult a little bit you know like we did things a little older than our age you know like and I think Kristen and Steven say that a lot on their podcasts like a lot of things were MTV like they organized the black and white party and things like that whereas like when we went to high school like we actually did those things like you know um but it's kind of that you know us trying to be older than we are and every high school kid is trying to do that you know they're totally you don't usually see like you know when Elsie and Lo are at lunch like and they're juniors like kids going to lunch you know right. I don't know like like a driving off campus coffee. and exactly yeah, like yeah. going and grabbing like a quick coffee and stuff it definitely felt very mature and like you said they were uh, at least a, a couple years older than us a few years yeah. older than us and so yeah, for, for us, if we were freshmen and they were juniors and seniors, it was like, oh my God, we're hanging out with the seniors. Like we get to hear what the seniors are talking about. And yeah, like, and even though they weren't the same, what they're doing. Right, exactly. Like even though they weren't the seniors from our school, it still was like really cool in a way. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. And it also set the the tone for like 
so many shows to come. I mean, obviously Adam DeVillo who created Laguna Beach then went on to do The Hills, but now he has like Selling Sunset and Selling yeah. No Sea and all of that. But it also kind of set the framework for like, I don't know, like Jersey Shore in a way, Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules in a way. Like it was, it was the first reality show that was was kind of defined that way like about a group of friends you know like we'd had stuff like the real world where they throw a bunch of strangers into a house but this was like okay we're gonna go take cameras and and like go like infiltrate a group of friends and capture their like real authentic drama yeah and it was also I feel like a little before that was like the Osbournes and a couple other ones where they actually really like documented their lives like they would follow them from right. room to room where like right. Laguna was a real first show where they they took all these scenes that they recorded and then they made it into something that um was a little bit more like eye-catching for the the viewer totally like, it was more it was, of a drama series exactly it was yeah. edited and produced to feel like a scripted drama in a way yeah. even though it wasn't a scripted drama exactly. uh, really 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 cool format um I mean obviously like you touched on now listening back to the podcast very very heavily produced um, which also may have set the tone for reality shows moving forward um but okay so I gotta know were you team LC or team Kristen I had always been team LC always until I'm re-watching it really and I'm kind of team Kristen okay Okay, how but, come? But you know what's interesting? I think it's more because I'm listening to the podcast too. Right. So I would be really interested to hear Elsie's perspective, but she's just so far from that. It's I know. like she's not really like into doing any of that stuff. But I think because to me, it seems as though Kristen is really explaining just like what MTV made of her. Yeah. Whereas I think Elsie kind of like engaged in it a lot okay. and just ate it up a little bit interesting yeah see that's really interesting and I feel like maybe I I could get that I would understand that POV you know listening back to the the podcast and hearing Kristen's stance now however with that said yeah so Elsie quit the hills like in the middle of season five and, and she was very vocal about being like, I just can't do the, the fake bullshit anymore. I remember her being quoted being like, they keep putting me in a room with Heidi and I don't want to do that anymore. Like I'm not mad at her. I just don't want to fight with her on camera anymore. Like it's contrived and it's stupid and I don't want to do that. And, and since then, like you said, she's very much removed herself. Like she isn't going around like talking about Mm -hmm. the shows anymore. Um, Whereas Kristen Kristen like signed back up when Elsie left and she, and she is very, she was very vocal about how she willingly played that bitch role on the Hills at least. So maybe not on Laguna beach, but on the Hills, she was definitely like, okay, guys, like I'm going to lean into this, you know, to be fair, I'm totally team Elsie on the Hills. Okay. Um, and you know what? I honestly was rewatching the Hills. I was like, you know what? I really liked Elsie the first five seasons of Elsie better because it followed 
like her work life and different things. Whereas like when Kristen joined, it was like they literally went to a club every night. Mm-hmm. And it was Kristen all just boy work. drama. Right. It was all just so boy it was drama. Just literally like and them drama. just like being mad because like you flirted with that guy and you flirted with that guy. And like in the first few like several seasons, obviously there was boy stuff, but like you said, there was more about her work life, her yes. getting adjusted to LA, like that, you know, she didn't go to Paris, all of that stuff, you know? Yeah, it was just a lot more interesting. And there was like more storylines. It wasn't just about like Kristen Brody, Kristen, Justin Bobby, like right. Elsie really didn't have a lot of relationships on the Hills. Like it wasn't no. really about that. It was like about her being this like mother hen to all right. of her friends and like watching their relationships and how she deals with it. Totally. Um, But as far as Laguna Beach, I felt like, um, I actually, you know, now that I, it's probably like a little tainted because I've listened to the podcast, but I'm like, there really was no huge triangle with Elsa no, no, and yeah. Kristen. None of so them I really were even dating. Have a like, team. None of yeah. them were dating. <laughs> no, never at the same time. Right. Ever. And so I think it's more just like, okay, so I kind of like used to not like Kristen on Laguna Beach because I wanted Elsie to be with Steven. But now that I look back on it, I'm like, okay, Kristen and Steven have more of a a relationship kind of thing. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, I get that. I was definitely always team Elsie, still am. I I like Kristen. I love Um, But I think that (laughs) character that Kristen played both on Laguna Beach and on The Hills only works when she's a counterpoint to like Lauren's like every girl you know like Lauren Lauren was the one that like everyone could relate to she was just like the girl next door and exactly you you kind of need that person to balance out like the bitchiness that Kristen had um and I think that's also why season one was so much more successful and that's why they decided like hey we need to go back to Lauren you know after season two of of Laguna Beach well because I don't know if you I mean you'll you'll get there in the rewatch but by like by midway through season two of Laguna it's like kind of back to being about Lauren and that's when she starts dating Jason and then that's when they segue it into yeah and they kind of like that's how they parlay it into the hills so at a certain point they were like okay Kristen being the leading lady isn't working how we thought it was going to right and it's interesting they really do feed into it because there was an episode of Christ uh very cavalry too Mm -hmm. where Kristen Heidi and Audrina sat down and it was like everything went out the window of how they had grown up they were all just being catty again talking about Lauren and it was just like they really do feed into that and it's like you know on one hand I feel like yeah she has said multiple times like I'm made out to be the bitch but like you said it's leaned into for sure and she I, I maybe now she kind of like in hindsight regrets it a little bit but there was a point where she and she would say it in interviews she was like yeah like I'm I'm playing a character and I love it like I love being the bitch on tv like you know and that's fine yeah um but she's definitely like taking a different stance now where she's Uh kind of like they made me do it you know that's so true yeah Yeah. it's interesting like you said about that little kiki with um Kristen Audrina and Heidi and they're all talking about Lauren um yeah so I I didn't watch very cavalry but I have seen that clip and and what's interesting is like you said Lauren doesn't talk about any of this shit Lauren isn't talking about no Lauren hasn't talked about them in probably like I don't know, nearly a decade at this point. Like, I truly. I really love her. I know. She's so great. She's, she's so far so- removed. It's it's interesting that they're, like, still talking about her. Like, yeah. Like, 
I don't even think the Hills has been on since what, like 2013 or something. Like it's, we're so past that, you know? It, I know. It's so, I mean, I'll still listen to it. And I, like, right. You're st- watch it till the end of time. But yeah, it is interesting. Like I was listening to the podcast that Frankie, Audrina and Grody oh are doing. Oh my God. I, I, I couldn't even get through an episode. Well, they don't even barely talk about the show. They go it's, so off topic. It's, it's so like, chaotic. Oh my God. They so cannot, chaotic. they cannot like like get through a conversation it is so hard to watch no and then brody the other day is just like oh has anyone talked to lauren yeah i haven't seen her in so long i'm like what are you oh my god oh my god yeah i remember so i tried to listen to it might have been the first episode where jason is on and and it like I, I wanted to hear it because he was going to talk about his sobriety and all that stuff. And I thought it was going to be a really great conversation. Um, I haven't they, seen, heard this one yet. <laughs> they're just, there's, there's no like format and clearly no. none of the three hosts have any sort of like outline or like notes in front of them. And so yeah. Audrina's asking Jason about like his childhood and how he grew up and he's like telling them about his life in Laguna beach. And then all of a sudden Frankie's like, and so then you end up on celebrity rehab and, <laughs> and Audrina's like, wait, wait, wait. There's like 10 years in between that, it, which includes the Hills. Like what the fuck are you doing, Frankie? Like it was just so chaotic. And I was like, oh my God, this show needs like oh an intern gosh. to come up with an outline. Ser- for them. Yeah. No, that that's happened on everyone I've listened to. And then they do um, <laughs> audience questions and they can't, and they're like, audience questions are very legit. Like yeah. asking about specific scenes. Are they real or are they not? And they still can't answer Don't answer them. the question. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, I learned nothing from yeah. this episode. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> so bad. What I thought was so interesting about the conversation between Kristen and Audrina and Heidi is how Heidi is talking about how like, Lauren tried to get her kicked off the show and all this stuff. And it's like, I I don't necessarily think that Lauren went and was like, you need to fire her, blah, blah, blah. But I do believe that at a certain point, Lauren was like, hey, if this is my show and this is a show about my life, she's not in my life anymore. Why is she here? And to be honest, I would do the same fucking thing. If I had yeah. if I had my own show when I was in high school and then I got a spin-off show and I brought some other bitch on and then that bitch <laughs> did me dirty, I'd be like, you're not on my show anymore, bitch. Like get the hell oh, out of here. Oh, I totally agree. And I think I think that's so valid. And I think the only reason why they kept her and Spencer is because they ended up being very entertaining. And yeah. they were just like crap because yeah. this well, relationship and- is a like crazy train wreck you have to record it oh totally and not only was their relationship crazy but they at a certain point they were like borderline stalking Elsie and I think that that also is why she was like I I've had enough of this because she was like I can't go anywhere without these two dickheads popping up and like trying to start a fight with me you know and I and I don't think that that was the show that Lauren wanted. I do think she wanted it to be more focused on her career and like, you know, just being like a young working girl in LA, which would have been a much different show than what it started morphing into because of Spencer. Yeah. And Adam DeVello wanted like a sex in the city vibe, you know, like four friends. And then it really, you know, after that, I agree, like you're, they're separated. So why are we following each of them if it's supposed to be her core group in LA and you know how they get along in LA and stuff and 
Um, yeah, I have so many mixed emotions about that because I, as a viewer, I'm like, okay, it's really funny. Like the yeah. Spencer's one-liners are like out of this world, but right. at the same time, I'm like, you know, always team LC. Yeah. And not I would get Heidi. so mad for her and like protective over her. And I'd be like, no, you can't show up to her birthday party. Like get out. I would get so mad at Audrina. Oh my God. I, know. I would get so mad at her. I'm like, no, you're supposed to be Elsie's friend. Get away from us. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just such, such drama. But like I said, that set the tone for the shows. Like, like I think of Vanderpump rules because they've said, yes. They've uh, multiple cast members on Vanderpump Rules have said like we're not a normal group of friends and and like it's not normal for people to just like like screw each other over left and right and then be able to like find their way back to each other but that's because we're forced to like we're we're filming a show together so like yeah if this were the real world like yeah we probably would never talk to each other again but like we have a few months off and then the show starts again and we like have to go see each other and that's right. kind of how it was in this situation, like, you know, Audrina, she's kind of in the middle. And like, if it were real life, she probably never would have spoken to Heidi and Spencer again. But after like another season, she's like, okay, they're still here. Well, let's just get through this, you know? Whereas yeah. I think, I think Lauren was just like, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna play that game. You know? I think one of the weirdest moments for me that I was like, what? That would not happen in real life is when Heidi showed up on the boat yes. on Lauren's birthday. And I was right. just like, because of um, Stephanie, Stephanie Pratt. Yeah. It's so awkward. Yeah. But speaking of Vanderpump, did you notice the episode where Sheena's at the table with Yes. Stacey? Yes. I, I thought that was so funny. Yeah. There's a lot of that one reality like, TV crossover. Um, yes. I don't know if you watch Selling Sunset, but there's a new one, Selling the OC. And one of the guys on the show, Tyler, he was on Laguna Beach season three. So oh, that's it's, so all, funny. it's all full circle. Yeah. There's like it all... really is. And then I learned about the Princes of Malibu. Right. Yeah. Brody. And then and... that's kind of like crossed over with like that, you know, David Foster. He was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. And then like, there's, there's the Kardashian so connection. connection. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, the Hollywood bubble of it all. And then it's also yeah. like a lot of nepotism, um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like incest. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I love it. Let's let's kind of move on from the MTV. Let's get into the Bravo verse. That's actually yes. how we like reconnected is yes, like kind of so discovering funny. our mutual love of Bravo. Because I until we kind of reconnected over this past year on social media, like when was the last time we really saw oh each other? Oh my gosh. I know. I to be honest, I don't think I've seen you since probably a couple like parties after high school I think we ran oh into each other after we graduated for sure but I, it was I know like I know when it is I know when it I know when oh the gosh. last time we saw each other was do you remember <laughs> oh it was gosh. like it was maybe like the summer after our freshman year of college and like I was home with my breakfast like my family or something we went to Britney Spears yeah do you we remember went that? to Britney Spears and we kissed mm-hmm yeah. And, and I had you, a boyfriend. And you had a live-in boyfriend who was <laughs> who was like scary. I I was like oh, scared. I remember being like, I'm scared. <laughs> no, he was just older. But, yeah. but you lived with him. And I I picked you up and we drove up to Phoenix and we went to the Britney Spears Femme Fatale tour. So this was like 2011, maybe 2010. Yep. And yep. then I like, we kissed and I drove you home and I was just like, oh my God, I'm about to get my ass beat. Like, 
That was so funny. We were just in the moment. We were I know. Dancing. I mean, it's Britney, it bitch. Britney. It's Britney, I mean, bitch. It's like Britney Spears. she on. like sends the wave over you. You can't control it. You know, I just wanted to like, like show my belly button and kiss someone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. And I, I mean, to be fair, I was like 19 living with my boyfriend. That was like pretty young when I look back at it. Yes. And that I remember like going to pick you up and being like, wait, you have a like live in boyfriend. Like what? That's so weird. I know. And like my mom was so mad when I first told her he was 27, which now that oh my God, was- he was 27 at the time. <laughs> he was he literally would have like buried me. No, 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 no. He totally wasn't like that because even when my mom met him, she was like, oh, OK, I get it. Like he was yeah. just very like young faced. Like, I don't know when I, yeah. he didn't seem like this. I, like- I mean, I don't know, Kayla. He might have <laughs> had a young face, but he had old fists. Those those fists had seen seen some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well, I told him, and he thought it was hilarious. Okay, and well, I was good. like, I don't. So this is what I was talking I made about. Out with my bestie at that, No, He's that's like, what I'm talking about. Like, I could get away with murder. Like, literally, how is that okay? Totally but I guess it's okay. I guess it's fine. And and so what's true. interesting too, and like my listeners might not know, but like I was not out like I I like was I like dated girls I like had very serious long-term female relationships so like I mean obviously people had a hunch but like (laughs) I I don't know how I was able to get away with so much and like your boyfriend was okay with it my girlfriends were okay with it like how is this happening I don't know I know know. it's actually really funny looking at it looking at it backwards yeah totally (laughs) um okay so Let's talk about Bravo. Let's talk about yes. Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. So how yeah. did you first get into Bravo? Which was the first like show you watched? Um, what does Bravo mean to you, Kayla? Yeah, well, I started watching Vanderpump when I lived okay. in Chicago. And I lived, or I'm, I worked at a restaurant. So that was what was so great about the show. Like when I do say that it's so different now and I'm not as... Um, I'm not the fan I used to be was because I related so much to that server um, life, like them following them in a restaurant, being these young people trying to make it, you know, big in the LA city. I was in Chicago and I was um, a server and we would all go to work and talk about Vanderpump and we'd be like, we, we would compare, we would literally compare right. what was going on in our restaurant to like the show. And it so was, was like your, so funny. was your serving experience similar? Was there like a lot of like people hooking up in the restaurant? Oh, and was it like really dramatic? Restaurants, oh yeah. Restaurants are the most incestuous place. <laughs> it's like, I'm so thankful to not be in that industry anymore because it's, I mean, it was great. It paid my bills. Like I worked as a server, like all through college and everything. And it's just one of those like amazing, flexible jobs where mm-hmm. you can be like, I need to get this bill paid and you go to work and totally. you can make it. If Literally you, like, have your mind set on it. That's so true. Like it's the yeah. only job where like, if a bill collector is calling you on a, on a Thursday, <laughs> you can pay them on Friday with like the cash that you made that night. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to go in this. I'm going to go in this to the shift. I'm going to do the best, you know? You, right. And it was and you could get your shift covered and you can like swim in the afternoon and go to work at night. And that was totally. what I loved about Vanderbilt. It was so relatable. It was yeah. a little like obviously exaggerated, but as a viewer, you just, you know that, you know, you're like, okay, well that actually wouldn't happen. Right. And you that know, was we want to a... be like, 
sitting with our manager, like Vanderpump right, right. while we're running a ship. Exactly. <laughs> and you touched on something that I think was so important and so integral to like the success of the show at the beginning. And that was that it really followed like their lifestyles as mm-hmm. like broke, like struggling <laughs> actors who were waiting yeah. tables. And eventually, like naturally, that's what changed. Um, And I think that that's kind of what has changed on the show. Um, What do you think about the show now in its current state? Um, It's just so different now, you know, and um, I do miss the old castmates. Like, I just feel like it's different, you know, and like, obviously that's real to be honest because not all relationships stay the same after 10 years so you need to have new people and you know people go away and stuff but um it did feel like it for me it felt like they they were they did a good job in the first maybe like five seasons Mm -hmm. of like how they brought in new people and it did feel really authentic like bringing james into the group felt authentic even when Brittany came into the group it felt authentic yes even even lala who lala was was Love a complete her. outsider. She didn't know <laughs> anyone in the group. Yeah. Um and what's interesting is that it still somehow worked because now I think the problem is that all of the new cast members are just like randoms who they they like found via headshot, you know? And it's no longer actually like authentic real friends and yeah. And that's what's changing about the show. Like it was at its core about a real true group of friends. And now it's about, now it's about a cast, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, I think even when some of them were interviewed um, and they were thinking about doing this concept of like a spinoff basically for Vanderpump, um, it was like they, they interviewed people at the restaurant. I think, I mean, don't quote me on this. And then I'm I'm writing all, I'm quoting it right now, (laughs) sending it to page six. (laughs) Um, you know, like that there was a few of them that told, you know, whoever about their friendships and, and they were like, oh, that's good. Like yeah. that, that, and so they were all really like, you know, had this relate all these relationships and they yeah, were like, no, the, focus on that. Exactly. The dynamics were real. And I think that's also what works you know, in terms of casting on like the Real Housewives is when there's a, yeah. a real authentic connection and it's not just some rando. And sometimes they they try and trick us and they'll bring in a new housewife and they'll be like, oh, she's a friend of so-and-so. And they like actually don't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I was talking to, uh, I interviewed Megan King from Orange County a while back and she, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked her about how, because she on the show, she brought on Kelly Dodd. Like that was like her friend that she brought on. And I asked her about it and she was like, oh my God, I like totally forgot that she was supposed to be like my quote unquote friend. She was like, yeah, we'd like met each other, but like she wasn't my friend that I was like bringing into the group. Like they they said it was, you know? Yeah. But when that does actually happen, like when there are those, those true connections, I think it works really well. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, or at least from my perspective, like every show is so much better when it's more authentic. Like even Kardashians, I was a huge fan the first three seasons. Yeah. It was just this crazy family living in this house. And, but as you get famous and make a lot of money, that's what the show turns into. It's like you making all this money and then it's just not what you used to watch. Exactly. It could still be entertaining but it's just not like why you started watching it in the first place. Yeah. And I think it was with the Kardashians where they said like at a certain point, 
like they they were trying to avoid like following following them to like red carpet events and stuff like that because they wanted them to feel more like real but at a certain point they're like well that is our real so like that yes. has to be what the show is now yeah you know like, you know i live in three houses you have to film my three houses right exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, i mean it's a hard job it. but someone's got to do it you know <laughs> oh my gosh okay wait while we're talking about vanderpump rules can yes. you can can you believe that I facilitated this relationship between Raquel and Tom Schwartz? Like what? <laughs> I I want to know that I need to know. I need yeah. to know everything. Right. Okay, so I'm just so confused. It's very confusing. There's I'm I have I have a few like conflicting Mm-hmm. like mindsets about it all. Okay, so for my listeners, if you if you haven't been following along, like what have you been doing? I don't know. Um, but if you recall <laughs> it back in April, I was sent um like a not like a blind item, but I was sent like an anonymous tip basically from someone who was like, "Hey, um Tom Schwartz and Raquel were spotted like all over each other making out." And I posted it and it got a ton of traction um, to the point where even Tom Schwartz replied to it himself. And at the time, everyone was in- inferring that it was saying that they were making out at Coachella because this was at the same time as Coachella. But my tweet never mentioned Coachella. Tom's response, however, said, hey, guess what, guys? Like, I was never at Coachella. Um, but I was like, I never said anything about Coachella. So that and was like a- You still have not, like, no one's addressed that. Like, I know. I really like, want I, it to be like, okay. I know. Say Coachella. We're right, exactly. Exactly. But so from there, like, this this got picked up. It was in, I was in page six. It was featured on um, uh, Girl With No Job has a podcast called The Morning Toast. They talked about yep. it on there and they talked about my tweet, all of this stuff. But basically it was denied and the story kind of like fizzled out um but but then the sheena's wedding is happening and all of the the posts and the photos and everyone's going to mexico for the wedding and so like just you know me being my little bratty self we know how i am (laughs) i tweeted like I, i mean this was probably like the day they were all heading to Mexico. I tweeted being like, Hey guys, should I start a rumor that Tom Schwartz and Raquel are hooking up in Mexico at Sheena's wedding? Like LOL, JK, JK, like totally, totally kidding. Cut to two (laughs) days later, there are all of these reports everywhere that Tom Schwartz and Raquel were caught making out at the wedding in Mexico. So of course, I know. So of course, at first I'm like, bullshit, no way. This is where my like conflicting mindsets come in. So yeah. So first there's, there's no way this is possible. It's just bullshit. Um, I don't think they would ever do that. And like, I also was thinking, so Tom Schwartz was on Sheena's podcast about a month ago and I listened to it and, and Tom brought up this rumor that I started and, (laughs) and he, he mentioned that like when the rumor first happened back in April about them hooking up that James believed it and James got Mm -hmm. really, really mad at him. And it was like a thing. Um, But this entire weekend of the wedding, James is in like all of Tom Schwartz's Instagram stories. Like they were hanging out, they were partying together like this whole time. So that is why I don't think that it happened. But then there were also a bunch of reports that Katie Maloney was 
in Mexico at the same hotel as everyone, but didn't attend the wedding. And I'm so confused right now. I know. Very confusing. Because um, Sheena did say Katie was coming. Yeah. On and, her I mean, podcast she, she was home. she was there. She was in, again know. in Instagram stories with a bunch of them, like during the days, all of this stuff. Um, but at the actual wedding, she didn't post anything from the wedding and she wasn't in anyone's posts from the wedding. And at first I was kind of like, I don't know. I'm sure she was there and just like maybe she left early or whatever. But then once she got home to LA, she posted an Instagram story mm-hmm. saying like, basically saying like back in my happy place, like I'm so glad to be away from like the negative energy or like something to that effect, which obviously got people's eyeballs bugged out, you know? Um, and, and then, then her and Kristen did the Yeah, the so yesterday, <laughs> Kristen and Katie posted a video of them doing like a magic spell and it says like casting a hex on an X or something like that. So- there, I don't know. There's definitely stuff going on. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm so torn because, oh man. So I don't know because there was a podcast also that Sheena did with Raquel and she wanted to talk about some rumors about Mm -hmm. Raquel and Tom and dates that Raquel had been on since James. And like it looked, and Raquel didn't want to talk about, I don't think the Tom thing. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Why don't you want to talk about it? Yeah. Nothing. And then, um, yeah. And then I listened to Sheena's podcast uh, with Tom, but I thought it was interesting how he said he would marry Raquel in the game. I was like, okay. That was a quick answer. And and I, he I definitely, that. That yeah. Fun. And he definitely said, like, she asked when Sheena brought up Raquel, Tom was like, she's so cool. And I like never got to know her until recently. And so there were definitely some things where you could sense, like, there was at least a budding friendship. Um, I don't know. What's interesting too is, you know, Tom, Tom was very quick to address the, the rumors the last time when I started it, he was very quick to reply to me and say, no, that's not true. We were never hooking up at Coachella, even though I didn't mention Coachella. Um, they haven't replied to anything. I know. And this is being reported everywhere. This is all over the place. Um, yeah. So. Someone sent me, someone sent me a post the other day because they just know how much I love Bravo. And they were, it was an article that said they were together. Um, and so there's definitely stuff swirling. I think it's, I honestly, at the end of the day, I think it's either they are, they aren't. Yeah. I think it's murky water because they have, I mean, Raquel and Katie are friends. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Like, but this really is, close. this is the Vanderpump rules crew. Like this, mm-hmm. like crazier shit has happened. I yeah, mean, it's true. Kristen it's and Jack. So true. You know? Do you yeah. think it's, I mean, a part of it's like a lot of people are commenting on posts saying that it's just for, to like pump up this season. Cause last season was. I, I don't know. Not I will tell best. you this. If that is the case, I'll be watching. Like it's oh, working. Totally. Totally. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm so excited to see Sheena's wedding, like in general. Like, sh- I don't uh, know. I, are really you a big pretty. Sheena fan? I am. Uh, she, <laughs> I just, I can't get, I can't get into the like bootleg Kardashian thing. She's just not my oh, vibe. I'm, I just I, love her. I hope I don't get canceled for this, but like, I was always (laughs) team Stassi. Like I really, really loved Stassi on the show. The thing is I really love Stassi too. Yeah. So I really, I don't. 
And I just I felt really like they were just such like, polar opposites. Them. They really are. And at this point, like they, I just don't think are meant to be friends. No, no, not but at all. I just really like them both separately. Like I just yeah. really like Sheena. Um, I, I do follow her. I love her. I want her to come in. Right. Um, it's interesting. Their personalities are so, yeah, their personalities are love so like starkly different. <laughs> like, I feel like Sheena, like, like, I, I mean this in a, in a good way, kind of, but she's a try hard. Like she tries really hard. She is like, she's like energy on a thousand you know and like wants the attention on a thousand whereas I feel like Stassi is very like understated and like down like kind of downplays everything mm-hmm. um, yeah they're just very different people but I, what, what I will say is interesting is like Sheena has gotten a lot of crap on the show for being friends with certain people mm-hmm. that you know that they all end up being friends with right and I think she's very just more like um, like open hearted in the beginning, whereas some are just closed off and they're like, wait, I need to get to know you and trust you first. And that could be a downfall in some situations right. too. Like you, when you're, when you just let everyone in, you can get yeah. hurt really easily. Yeah. So I think they're just totally different. Totally. And they just I don't also, mesh. Yeah. I also find, uh, Sheena's friendship with Ariana to be very interesting. I feel like they also are so different and I feel like they mm-hmm always had a friendship of convenience like they just needed an ally on the show so that's why they were friends I I, like is that mean to say but I feel like when Ariana came on it felt like she came on because Sheena needed a friend you know oh yeah I do remember that yeah that's true you know it's I mean it's funny because I can't relate to those relationships on TV in a sense because it's like I don't have a friend that like we just like I mean, I have friends that live in different states, so there's times where we're not connecting as much, but, like, when we see each other, it's, like, we've never been apart. Right. But, like, with Ariana and Sheena, like, I know they've had, like, they've literally not talked and then talked, and I've just, like, never really experienced that with someone, so I can't even relate because I feel like that's more of, like, a TV type of thing. Right. And I might be wrong, but because you're dealing with so much drama on a show, there's going to be times where you're, like, I don't want to talk to you. Right. Well, and it's not even just the drama that you're dealing with on the show, but then it's also like how it plays out on social media and with the fans when you're watching. Yeah. And back. then hearing someone on a podcast right. and being upset by that. Exactly. Like, They're always getting pissed Ari- off about podcasts. Always. I know. Even um, Ariana and Lala, like they've been back and forth and yeah. I feel like they're on now. And yeah. so it's just interesting because I just, you know, have never really like dealt with that. You know, yeah. like it, me and my friends, like, there's been times where we've got, like, if something really bad happens, obviously, like, but it, I mean, that's not really, you know, happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could definitely have a reality show. I've had some, <laughs> I've had some friendship blowups for sure. Yeah. But you I know, do you know like me I and don't talk to them anymore? Those blowups. Right. Like, yeah. it's like, okay. like Well, that's what I was saying. Like, you know, that what, what they've said is like in any normal friendship, you would just walk away. But exactly. They have you know, to like, come this back. Is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But I did, I've always found it interesting, uh, Ariana and Sheena's friendship because Ariana is very vocal about how smart she is and how smart she thinks she is. And like Sheena, love her to death. She may be good as gold, but she's dumb as dirt. So like, I just, <laughs> I always felt like that friendship was like a little off balanced, you know, <laughs> because she's dumb as dirt. I love Because she's song. dumb as dirt. <laughs> Is that so mean? 
a little a little okay. i okay. do love that song i will say oh my I god it's a bop I, I, I wonder if she played it at our wedding. She performed it. She got up onto a bar <laughs> and she had like a like a skirt that she could rip off and like have a costume <laughs> reveal. Yeah, no, there was a whole thing. She did rip off a part of her dress. Oh did my, you of see course that? she did. I didn't. I did. I honestly, at a certain point, once I saw Brock do like the, the what is it? The dirty dancing lift. I, I had to turn my phone off. I was like, this is the tackiest wedding I've oh ever seen. Oh my God, see that. It was so bad. See, and then, I and was... then I'm total opposite because I'm just like, oh my God. I thought it was so cute. Real love. Like, well, and I was comparing it. So I literally, cute. I was watching the stories of Sheena's tacky ass wedding and showing them to my husband and then going back and forth to videos from Stassi's wedding in Rome where she just looks like a goddess. Like she looked so beautiful. And I was she just did. like, oh my God. This is Chanel. Sheena's wedding is Walmart. Like it was. Did you really think Sheena's was that tacky? Yes. I mean, I, I get a destination wedding, but like, where they, were they in Cabo? Like, it was just like the weirdest play. It was like a spring break wedding. Like, it was so weird. I don't know. It wasn't for me, but I I'm glad it. Sheena Everyone is happy. Exactly. No, totally. I totally exactly. get it. Also, Stassi's, uh, oh my God. Look amazing. I her love her dress, her, her um, hair, like her everything. Period phase right now. Yes. Like, and I actually, um, literally like follow her outfits of the days. Like she posts now what she's wearing. Like I, yeah. So she has a very timeless classic style. That's what I meant. Like everything about her now. I mean, granted season one, Stassi was was like a shit show, but now she's very like understated. She's very like like pulled Went back, back. To the brown, the right brunette. well and even even when she was still on the show like they were like her main storyline was like yeah everyone wants to go out and party and i want to go to bed like that was her like biggest conflict those last few years so yeah. i feel like she definitely pulled back a lot whereas sheena has like gone out above and and beyond maybe too yeah much. <laughs> i wonder um I feel like not being on the show is like great for Stassi. Like, I feel like she's been- Yeah, maybe like, blessing her, in disguise for sure. Yeah, like I wonder if it would be different if she was, but I just feel like she, like that little family that they're, they, I, I just know. think they're so cute. And like, I can't stop. Like the stories with Hartford, like are adorable. Oh my God, she's so precious. They're hilarious too. So precious. Like, it's just so cute. I, I would 100% watch, even if it was just like a web series, like Vanderpump Babies or something. No, I want like all of the babies together. Oh, like, that would be cute. Honestly, <laughs> what I think would be really funny is like get all of the babies together and then do one of those like dub over videos where you like put like sound over, because obviously they're not really talking, but like put voiceovers of them like getting into classic Vanderpump Rules fights and stuff. You know, that I just think it would really be really funny. funny. You if should pitch I, it to them. I know. If I could just go, like, take videos of their children and post them without that being, like, super weird, I would. So. Or or you could even take the babies and go back to season one and, like, the rec- the the have their voiceovers. Yes, exactly. Like, reenact every episode. Exactly. The babies. Have, like, instead of throwing, Great. like, a glass of wine, idea. they throw, like, a bottle of milk in their face or something. <laughs> Perfect. iconic iconic I, I love, love it. it I love it okay so <laughs> talking about Vanderpump Rules you you live in LA you are an esthetician in West Hollywood um you've actually done work on a lot of the Vanderpump Rules cast well I guess not work but like treatments on them yeah right? yeah honestly I um yeah I've met Ariana I've been doing her facials um Raquel's come in a few times um Jesse who's not 
like a cast member on the show, but he's on the show a lot. Like he works at Sir and you'll see him in a lot of scenes. Um, and then Peter came in. Oh my God, I know who you're talking about. He's the one that had that one song when when Ariana had the Kings and Queens party, he had the song about Kings and Queens that he performed. I think so, yes. Kayla, I, I Kayla, I know so. <laughs> okay, you know, you know. And then Peter came, uh, Peter the manager. Oh yeah, Peter, Max oh my God, iconic. We need more, anymore. we need more Peter. We, Peter was like a staple in the first handful of seasons and- he's been MIA. We need Peter back. Yeah. And if you, he's not always at sir, like if you go into dinner, he's always there. Yeah. He's always there managing. He's like the only one that really works there. <laughs> <laughs> I went in like a few weeks ago and they had Vanderpump playing. No way. That yeah, is behind the bar. That's almost like too meta for me. That's like, it was like, too much. I'm yeah. Like, Wait, it was like, it's weird. They're there and we're here. Right. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, it's like when you go to like, I don't know, you go to like Universal Studios and they have like a whole exhibit that's about like, I love Lucy. And then on all of the screens, they have, I love Lucy playing. It's like yes, you go to, it's yes. like, like, it was like, that. Sir, sir has basically become like a Vanderpump Rules museum in a way. Yeah. But I, that's the draw. Like, that's why people go there at this point. Like, I love goat cheese balls, but that's like not why people are going to sir. Yeah, you know? exactly. They're not like, oh, have you tried the cuisine at right Sir. right <laughs> no Go, one's i want a pump teeny now yeah <laughs> totally totally uh, okay so tell my listeners about kayla aesthetics um tell them about the services that you offer where you're located and then that way if any of them are nearby they can come check you out because you have <clears throat> glowing references and when i say glowing i mean literally glowing i mean look at ariana's skin it's it's thank perfect. you yeah, I, I love it. I love what I do. Um, I'm actually located on La Cienega, um, right before um, Santa Monica Boulevard. So across okay. from Nobu. Right. And I'm in an amazing medical spa called Elite. And they have great services too. Um, but yeah, I opened about a year ago. I do all skin treatments. Um, so facials, hydrofacial, dermaplaning, um, tightening treatments. And then I have like kind of the beauty side of things where I do like all lash lifts, lash extensions, brows, all of that stuff. How cool. Yeah. It's really cool. It's like really grown in the last year. It's crazy. That's amazing. Well, I'm so proud of you. It's so awesome to see all of these like celebrity clients that you're bringing in. I mean, you've had other beyond Bravo stars. You've had other celebrities in too. You've had, you know, people from selling sunset. Like we talked about, you had, um, Carson Kressley from drag race and queer eye. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Nadia, um, just came in from days of our lives. I did um, this woman named Mary. She's a WWE wrestler. She has a reality show with her husband, The Miz. Yeah, it's been really cool. It's been really cool. I have been hustling. (laughs) I work like six, seven days a week. Um, But I told myself I would do that, you know, the first year and just work my butt off and try to get everyone. I literally will like spend hours on Instagram just inviting people in. That's awesome. And that's yeah. the way to do it. You're you're making those connections. Um clearly it's working and uh I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if in another year I saw an ad on Bravo for like a new reality show like Kayla <laughs> Rules or something. Honestly, because it wouldn't be so cool. And it'd be in a really interesting and really interesting POV, you know, we 
we hear so much about like glam squads and all of the services that these women are having done, but like we never really get to like meet the people behind those services. So the, I, I don't really know. There hasn't been a reality show yet about like the, the glam squad, like right. the people that do the treatments. Like, yeah. the, we've done restaurants, we've done Oh gosh, I don't even know. Right, but I mean, there's I feel so like yeah, we've done a lot. Totally, like chef shows, cooking, behind right. the scenes, like you said, wrestling stuff. shows. Yeah, totally. but we haven't done. Yeah, you heard it here, guys. The Kayla rules. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really cool. <laughs> this was so fun. Thank you so much for joining me. I Thank had such a blast chatting me. with this you. Was so fun. Yes, and next time I'm in LA, I'm gonna come see you. I'm gonna get some some facials, and then we're gonna go get some goat cheese balls and pumptinis. Okay. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. All right. I love you so much. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so there was no new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this past week, but the drama that played out on social media was enough to last us, like, a month. <laughs> so, as I'm sure you saw, Garcelle's son, Jax, who was previously verbally accosted by Erica, get the fuck out of here, Jane, was recently the victim of a whole slew, no, not a slew, a, a bombardment, really, of racist and otherwise horrible attacks on social media. It was later determined that all of these comments were coming from bot accounts. So, of course, the Bravoverse took out their magnifying glasses and played Megan King to try and determine who paid for these bots to attack Jax. Of course, most of the fingers were pointing at Diana, and some were pointing at Erica and Lisa Rinna. Then there were the weirdos who were saying that Garcelle did it herself in an attempt to try and get the others to look bad. I don't know. Literally, it's crazy talk. Here's my take. Truly, honestly... I don't think any of the housewives did it. I don't. I, I don't really think that bot attacks are something that would be on their radar, or it, that's like not something that I think a housewife would do. Especially not Diana, who, to me, seems very out of touch. Like, does she even know what a bot is? She, she hardly knows how Instagram works, honestly. Maybe I'm naive, but I just don't think it was any of them. I'd sooner believe that it was a crazy fan who paid for this shit to happen because they love Diana, or they love Erica, or they love Rena, or basically they love anyone that doesn't love Garcelle. You know, there are some sick, sick sickos out in the fandom, I've gots to say. So some of the women started putting out statements condemning the bot attacks and supporting Garcelle and her son. Um, we even saw Bravo Lebs from other shows speak out, like Jennifer Aiden, Katie Maloney. But it wasn't until Bravo put out their own half-assed, too-little-too-late statement that the whole Beverly Hills cast posted about it, most likely because they were told that they had to. On Erica's post of Bravo's post, someone commented basically being like, hmm, interesting that everyone is saying we shouldn't go after kids when the woke mob went after your son for being a cop. To which Erica replied, exactly. Like, bitch, come on now, read the room. Okay, first of all, your son is a grown-ass man who chose a profession. Your son is being judged because of that profession. And while I'm not saying that's necessarily right, it's absolutely not the same as Jax, a 14-year-old kid, getting racist attacks online. Like, come on now, you have to know better than that. Secondly, to engage in this conversation, in the comments section of the post you just made, where you're supposed to be condemning this horrible treatment of a literal child, you're basically saying, like, well, why should he get a pass if my kid didn't? 
Like I said, your kid ain't a kid. Why are you victimizing yourself and your adult son over the actual victim who's a child? <laughs> then, Rinna goes on this long Insta-story tirade the other night, presumably in bed alone while Harry is out, and she implies that a producer is the one who's doing all of this because they're trying to deflect from the upcoming Aspen storyline, and this is likely the same producer who used to work on Vanderpump Rules and caused all of the social media drama over there in 2020. Okay, this doesn't make sense for like 30 different reasons, but first of all, what happened in 2020 almost took Vanderpump Rules down. The show, like, literally almost died over that drama. It wasn't a good thing for the show, nor did it distract from the problematic shit that was happening on the show. It highlighted it. So what Rinna is saying literally doesn't make sense. And two, none of this could possibly be detracting from the Aspen conversation because the Aspen trip hasn't been shown yet. We're not talking about it yet. She's insane. Honestly, I think something snapped in both Lisa Rinna and Erica, where they realized that they will never be fan favorites again, and the only way to remain somewhat relevant is to at least be a villain. And they're just playing those roles to the nth degree, and honestly, it's getting disturbing. I am disturbed. Speaking of disturbing, uh, Patrick Summers popped himself into this situation somehow, another one who seems to be addicted to negative attention. Um, he was making claims that he was hired by someone to sick these bots on Garcelle, but like, that also doesn't make sense because, I mean, first of all, I don't think this guy has a job, but if he did, why would you be publicly attaching yourself to, to such a horrible controversy? Like, you would never work again. Um... All of these people are crazy, they're making me feel crazy, and I feel like I need to go take a hot shower now and wash all of the crazy off of me. <laughs> so make sure you follow me on social media at BlondeHairBlackHeart, like and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode, and go give me five stars because I love positive attention, unlike those weirdos. <laughs> all right, guys, until next time, bye. bye.